The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Happy birthday to Chris Farley. It was yesterday. Still, Still giving us laughs all these years after his passing. This morning we are talking about what else? Corbin Burns. <laughs> we were just talking about the Corbin Burns arbitration case with the Milwaukee Brewers and how he lost it, that news breaking overnight. And there is a bit of a tie-in here because yesterday, Joe Thomas was on Scalzo and Brust. I believe he joined Wilde and Tausch a little bit earlier, maybe last week or the week before, something like that as well. Uh, congratulations to him as it was announced he is going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And there was something interesting that Joe Thomas had to say about Aaron Rodgers. And I think there's a tie-in here between what we were just discussing about Corbin Burns and, you know, this idea of being underappreciated or disrespected. Take a listen to what Joe Thomas had to say yesterday on Scalzo and Brust about Aaron Rodgers' legacy. Aaron Rodgers will not be fully appreciated until well after his career, well after he's gone. Because not only do you never really fully appreciate greatness until you have an opportunity to kind of reflect back on it once it's gone, but Packer fans have been enormously spoiled. Going from Brett Favre, first ballot Hall of Famer, instantly into Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I played for 22 quarterbacks in 11 (laughs) 11 seasons in Cleveland. I know it is not easy to find a quarterback. And in the game of football, and NFL specifically, if you have a great quarterback, you have a chance in every single game. And the bar is set at 10 or 11 wins. And even when you get that, you're not satisfied unless you get a Super Bowl. So I, I totally understand why the bar has been so high for Packer fans for so long and how they're getting restless a little bit with maybe the lack of championships that Rodgers has had, especially since he won one earlier on in his career and really hasn't been super close in the last few years. But at the same time, it could be a lot worse. Joey, do people not appreciate no. Aaron Rodgers? Um, they may be a little spoiled, but when you talk about Aaron, and I think even more so than Brett, when you talk legacy, there's always a yeah, but. Yeah, but he only went to one Super Bowl. I mean, uh, but so I think Gabe. Let me hold on, Gabe. Gabe, yep, Gabe, Gabe. Yep. What if I said to you, Bart Starr, Bart Starr's legacy? Is there a yeah, but? No. But here's the thing about that, Chew. I think a, there's a no, but there's a there's a no, but. <laughs> <laughs> no I think but? Tom Brady ruined that for everyone. <laughs> so the fact that Brett went to two, only won one. But his career ended before Tom Brady got number four, ah. five, six, seven. You know what I'm saying? Like getting one because yep. it is is that the was that the butt when Steve Young retired in the early 2000s? No, he finally got that championship and he had the one. He was in the club. Yes, you would have liked to get the second, but Tom Brady has ruined the curve for everybody else. Like because he went does to it, ten Super Bowls just... and got seven, so now that's the measurement. That's the measuring stick that everybody has to go against. And nobody is going to live up to that. Are you talking strictly quarterbacks, though, Gabe? Because yes. when you talk oh, yes. about Reggie White, there's no, there's no, 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 yeah, no, but. no. It's a hundred percent just quarterbacks because that's the way we talk. Is there about a yeah, but is there a yeah, but with Brett? Because um, I'm saying from a team standpoint, what Brett did is more impressive to date what Aaron's done. 
from a team standpoint. I'm not talking from an individual standpoint. Because I'm talking from a team standpoint because he went to two. Yeah. And he was a click away from going to three with Minnesota. Aaron's never been close. Other than that one Super Bowl they went to. But if you're in the NFC Championship game several years yeah, I mean, in a row, that feels close. You want, to, you want to talk about being a click away? They're a click. They were a lot closer than Minnesota was. Like the no, Packers should no, have no, won no. the it game was in one 14. Throw by Brett. It was one stupid, perfect uh, Brett Favre legacy pass that yeah. ended that that run. Okay, yeah. so just but Minnesota ma- wasn't leading in that game. The Packers were up by double digits with. Five minutes left against the Seahawks. Okay, so no, no, just no, imagine th- this for a second, guys, because I don't want to sit here and get lost in this minutia, okay? If you have a spectrum of appreciation, and on one end it is you are completely unappreciated, on the other end you are completely appreciated, Aaron Rodgers is closer to the completely appreciated side than he is to the unappreciated side. There's no question about that. Every time we talk about this guy, we caveat whatever we're about to say with, he's one of the greatest to all do it, he's elite, he's generational, we throw all of these things out there recognizing the talent that Aaron Rodgers had and how good he is at being and playing the quarterback position. If there's a yeah, but guys, I think it's the grindiness. I think it's that fans are exhausted. Fans are frustrated. Fans get annoyed with some of the other extracurricular stuff that swirls around Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. So if there's any element, to go back to what Joe Thomas was saying, about he will not be fully appreciated until he has left, until his career is over, there's a part of people that gets distracted from his greatness by his grindiness. I just think at the end of the day, you know, 20 years from now, there's always going to be a yeah, but. Great quarterback, four-time MVP, but he only won one Super Bowl, and he went to one Super Bowl in 18 or 19 years in Green Bay. But again, it's a team sport. I don't know. Sport. I just think they'll like always be that It's hard to just saddle stigma. him with that, uh, with that yoke. Is that it? With yoke? yoke. Well, that, Jen, that <laughs> goes with the quarterback. Do you saddle someone with a yoke, or you saddle him with the saddle? Well, usually you, you crack the, the yolk. yolk yeah. is the thing okay. in front. Um, <laughs> Excuse me? It's the uh, yellow part of the egg, Jed. What are we doing here? <laughs> well, no, because and, and that's the funny part, because I, I completely agree with the assessment of Joe Thomas. When it comes to greatness, in the moment, it gets so underappreciated, because once you have that greatness, now you can chase after things that are big. You can chase after championships. And you chase after those championships under the assumption that that great player that you have, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's the Bucks and Giannis, you under the assumption that that player is going to be great, now you fill out the other things. And the other things, the margins, is where you end up winning championships. You see the big plays that have been made. Like Two of the touchdowns in the Super Bowl, Chew, were by guys that didn't have huge contributions to the regular season success of the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, you, you didn't but I see, can say this you, you know. So it, it's winning in those margins, yeah. and it's funny because if your team can do well in those margins and you win a championship, it ends up being then credited to your Giannis if you're the Bucks, your Aaron Rodgers if you're the Packers, and that's and again, it's been a, a long-standing thing for me. Championships are a team accomplishment. Yes, you need to have those great individuals, but it's also about the team and everything else that yeah, happened that around goes- you. That goes with the quarterback position. They always get too much blame, and they always get too too well, much credit. Well, and to, you to your 100- point, to your point, how often has Aaron Rodgers been gotten the benefit of he makes everyone around him better? You can't wear that and own that and love that people say that about you, and then not also take the criticism when your talent isn't yeah. enough 
to elevate an average-ish roster around you. But, but Jen, I'll say this. In 30 years from now, Patrick Mahomes will be regarded as a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And my, my pushback and to you know that, what? John Smith, 60 years from now, will be considered a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Chester. Uh, Chester See, Smith. Okay, like I thought. Chester. Hey, you you little gun-shy coming up with names after we made fun of Chester earlier this week? Well, when I hear the name Chester, there's always another word that follows it that probably you're not <laughs> supposed to say on the radio. You certainly right. can say molester on the radio. Yeah. You, you shouldn't, though. You can. You can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> Great. This is good. I'm Way glad we go. just did. Just stopped everything. That's good, everyone. <laughs> I'm just saying, of all the words we cannot say on the radio, molester is one you can Why say. Why do you keep saying Because it? it doesn't just mean what you think it means. Like, there are words that mean other things than the, the very, very, very negative thing that you're thinking. Oh, yes, because people are thinking clearly when they hear that word of the... What, what 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 is the connotation in which you are referring of this word that you keep on using? Well, come on now. I mean, I have some standards. I'm not going to get into all the other uh, de- definitions of the word that y'all think I shouldn't be saying. <laughs> Look at Chewy. Stuck name? his finger in What's the holy an- water and then just steps back and whoa, watches. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's not the one to blame here. You're the one. percent is the one to blame. That's why I love it. He a million percent is the one to blame because you know him. You know he did this just for this. But he wasn't going to yes. say the word. You, you're the one who, you had the opportunity to walk away. You could have walked away from the situation and instead you decided to do a swan dive off the high dive into the water. And that's on you because you know that I am the swan dive queen. Okay, this goes back to, you are well aware. How am I supposed to stop you? I cannot resist a swan dive. 800-990-3776, Brad in the 507 saying, that's actually the name of my black lab. Chester. <laughs> the other Chester thing. The no. <laughs> oh. That's what it says here. You Brad can't the name your pet pet? Is Aaron Rodgers underappreciated? That's what Joe Thomas is asserting. And he's not saying that it's on the far end of the spectrum, like we were discussing, but that he is not as appreciated as he should be. And I, my part of that is, I don't know, man. Every time we talk about the guy from a quarterback standpoint, we're always saying, all of the things, all of the compliments, where he ranks. I know we have the conversation right now. Is he in the top five of the quarterbacks in the league right now or is he in the bottom five? He's still in the top ten. This is all an appreciation for what Aaron Rodgers has been able to do. If there's anything I think that detracts from it, it is the exhaustion and the frustration that fans feel surrounding Aaron Rodgers, not specifically what he does under center, Gabe. With a local Milwaukee team, Fifth Third Bank knows what success looks like. They've been serving businesses and individuals in the area for nearly 15 years, including longstanding commitment to the healthcare industry. From expansion to technology to reducing the risk of fraud, Fifth Third offers a full suite of financial financial services and solutions across the healthcare spectrum to meet the complex moments you're navigating. Simply put, Fifth Third Bank has so many tools at their disposal to help you. They've got a big national reach, but they can also give you those local Uh, those local tips that you're also looking for. Fifth Third Bank, National Association, custom solutions built around your goals. Member FDIC. The top eight at eight. Name something that follows the word pork. You pie. Huh? One category. Name something people take with them to the beach. Turkey. The The top eight answers. The first thing you buy in a supermarket. Uh, turkey. <laughs> the top eight at eight. A food often stuffed. 
Turkey. <laughs> the top eight at eight on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken. Oh my god. Show me chicken. Sponsored by Milwaukee Pretzel Company. Win a Bavarian Soft Pretzel Lover's Gift Pack from the Milwaukee Pretzel Company. Shop now at MilwaukeePretzel.com. Thanks again to our friends over at Milwaukee Pretzel Company who helped us out with our Roses Are Red, Wisconsin Sports Valentine's poems as well. Gabe, what is the category for this week's Top 8 at 8? Pretty simple lists. I think you guys can do, should be able to do pretty well on this list. But the NBA All-Star Game, coming up this weekend. Game, of course, you can listen to right here on 94.5 ESPN, beginning at 6 p.m. on Sunday evening. So I am looking for, again, I've got this list of eight things in front of me. Jen and Chu will guess back and forth. Once they get each get one incorrect, we'll open up to you, the fan, 800-990-3776. The person to get the last thing on the list will win that prize pack, courtesy of our friends at Milwaukee Pretzel Company. And the list today... There are eight members of the Milwaukee Bucks who have made the All-Star Game three or more times. We are looking for those eight players. Well, Giannis... Is number one with seven All-Star Game selections. That includes this year. Uh, uh, um, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton... Three all-star appearances. He's on the list. Uh, is it only with the Bucks? I assume only, only with the Bucks. <clears throat> How far back does the list go? Do you want to tell us that? All-time Bucks history. And there's only eight? <laughs> eight that have made three or more. It's tough to make an all-star team. Only 12 guys get selected. Crap. Um... Michael Red? Michael Red made one All-Star team. Oh. He is not on the lists. Chewy. Sydney. Sydney Moncrief. Five All-Star game appearances is number three on the list. Keep it going, Chew. Uh, okay, let's go. <laughs> they were good. Uh, big Dog. The Big Dog only made two All-Star oh, games. Dang it. He is, oh, you guys, you Can know. Can I have a mulligan? You guys, no, no. Can we change the no. name to Jenigan? No, you don't get a mulligan when oh. your guess is Michael Red. The new you restaurant, guys, like Bennigan's, Jenigan's? Like, I, I thought this list would be easy you don't enough. don't get a mulligan. I have other guesses. I didn't I think just, that you would, like, How was I supposed to know Michael choke? Red only got one all-star appearance? He was good for a really long time. Yeah, because they stunk. Yeah, but they so, weren't good. Like, yeah. The fact that you guys decided, okay, you start with Giannis and then don't even name number two. I it's mean, just beyond me. You don't get a mulligan today because you guys decided to guess Big Dog and I think we should Red, get a mulligan. Michael Red. No, I wouldn't. You're Sydney not getting a mulligan. Moncrief. You I did go Sidney Moncrief. You did go Chris. You did better than Jen, who got the obvious one, but you guys both choked on the other obvious well, I one. I would have said I Chris can't Middleton. Believe you guys next. are this dumb. Oh, I know who it is. I don't know if he was there long enough. I don't eh, know. Probably. Eight hundred nine. I know thirty-seven seventy-six. I really think you should give us a mulligan. No, zero mulligans. Zero mulligans today. All right, one more for number two, Gabe. Let's just get number no, two, Kareem. No, no. <laughs> okay. Kareem is number two. 
You dick leaps. All right, now mulligan. you can now proceed. I should also get a mulligan. Well, no, we shared the mulligan. No, why do we share a mulligan? I deserve my own mulligan. Because you're I'm still very... grounded for saying molester on the air when you're not supposed to, okay? So you're grounded for the rest of the show. What did you just say? He said it to make an example out of you. I'm just mimicking what you said, yes. This is more of a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do do type situation okay, here. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> 800-990-3776. Michael Red before Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What are we doing here? But I have other guesses. <laughs> no. <laughs> How do you not guess Kareem right away? Both of you. I can't Bilia believe this. Ilyasova is not on the list, okay? <laughs> Did you say Bilia? Bilia. I like the name. What's his first name? Ursan. I do like the name Billy uh, Ilyasova, close. though. <laughs> Oh, man. 800-990-3776. Can you complete our top eight at eight list this morning? It is the Bucks All-Stars three times or more. Yep, only eight of them. And who do we have on the uh, list? Giannis is number one with seven appearances. Number two, Kareem with six. Number three, Sidney Moncrief with five. We do not have number four. And then there are four players with three or more appearances. Chris Middleton was guessed correctly. He is the latest to make three All-Star Game appearances. I mean, I knew that Drew had not made three. This is um, only his second overall. Correct. His first one, obviously, with the Bucks. Um, Where? Um, where's the game at? Utah. Loads of fun. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, if Salt Lake City can get an all-star game, Milwaukee can get one, right? Like, we should be able to get one at Pfizer Forum. They haven't had one yet? Wow, no, they have not. Ridiculous. They that's have terrible. not. I mean, but Salt Lake City? What's there to do in Salt Lake City? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Is it? I've never been. I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> I hear things. I heard you can float in the water. Is that true? Because of the in amount the of salt? In the Salt Lake? <laughs> Is that true? Like it's very buoyant. Is it salt? Have you read a book ever? <laughs> Just ever once in your life? No. 800-990-3776. I think people are intimidated by our knowledge here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. <laughs> Ron in the key, you're up first on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Can you complete our top eight at eight list? It is Milwaukee Bucks All-Stars with three or more appearances. Let's go out to Dave in Oak Creek. Dave, you're on with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Hey, everybody. I'm going to get Oscar Robertson. Big O only made two All-Star games. Oh! He is not on the list. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's go out to Chef Ed. Chef Ed, loyal listener on with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Good morning, Chef Ed. Can you complete our top eight and eight list? Good morning, guys. I'm going to say, how about Ray Allen? Thank Ray you. Allen, three All-Star Game Sheesh. appearances. Took you long enough. So he is tied with Chris Middleton. <laughs> That's a joke, obviously, Chef Ed. <laughs> Any more guesses, Chef Ed? Yeah, I'm going I'm to go with Marcus Johnson. Marcus Johnson awesome. has four oh, All-Star yes. Game yeah. appearances, so that mm-hmm. leaves us with just two on the list, both with three All-Star Game appearances. And then how about way back in the day, uh, how about Bobby D? Bobby, Bobby Dandridge. Dandridge had three All-Star Game appearances. We just have one more on the list. And that would be Vin Baker. Woo! That would be Vin Baker. Vin. Oh, Vin I forgot about Vin. Vin, one of my fa- that was my first jersey ever, was a Vin Baker Bucks jersey. Now an assistant coach. Who was the, the point team. guard with, who was the point guard with Sidney Moncrief? He was good, too. He had Jack Sigma. 
Or was <sighs> he the point guard? No, there was a there was a help me out, Gabe. Yeah, um no? are you thinking of Ricky Pierce? No. I'm trying to think of other players Although that would have been good, good there, yeah. I don't know. I just remember the battles with the Celtics. That was epic. Back when the NBA was legit. <laughs> as as epic as our performance this morning on top eight at eight. Like how do you guys sure not get Kareem? Like he's the We would have I eventually did. got to it. Michael Wren? I couldn't even say that. My brain was like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. I don't know. Michael Wren, it feels like, was good for a very long time. He was. They were just horrible. He wasn't as good as Kareem, is the point. Like, you shouldn't even guess. Like, you should have guessed Kareem before you even got to the point. Gabe, I want to leave some answers for the loyal listeners. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it now. Doesn't sound like you do. (laughs) Sounds like you're being sarcastic. (laughs) Me? No. Come on. All right. We roll on here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Do you have a read? Do I have a read? We got any reads? Dan, Uh, why don't you do a read? Yeah, I'm I'm out of reads. I got one. If you're looking to start the weekend right, you can head to Bubbles and Brunch at St. Kate the Arts Hotel. It's held every weekend from 9 to 1 in the Giggly Champagne and Wine Bar on St. Kate's second floor. And guys, this brunch is anything but basic. I got a girlfriend coming in from out of town. She lives in New York. She covers the NBA. She's staying at St. Kate the Arts Hotel. And guess what we are going to do? Bubbles and Brunch at St. Kate, 9 to 1 in Giggly Champagne and Wine Bar. The atmosphere, well, it's amazing. The local DJ spinning music just to set the mood. Also, an acclaimed culinary team with a menu of elevated breakfast dishes. And, oh, by the way, endless mimosas. Experience a brunch that is anything but basic at Giggly Champagne and Wine Bar. It's located inside St. Kate, the Arts Hotel. Reservations are available online. You can learn more by visiting their website. It's stkatearts.com. stkatearts.com. I'll see you there. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Is it against the law to be a moron or not? <laughs> the law, not I, yet. I texted this to Jen earlier. The law does protect some people from uh, from things that are called an attractive nuisance. On 94.5 ESPN. Jen Latta, Gabe Neitzel, Mark Chimura, Ashton Rotman behind the glass. You can make the argument that I look foolish all the time. Thank you. Last segment, notwithstanding. No, actually, that does that does go into the uh, into the old evidence into the old suitcase of evidence. But I will tell you guys this. I never feel more foolish than I felt yesterday. Stupid, idiotic, moron. I leave the show at 9.02 and I go out to the parking structure attached here to the 3rd Street Market here at the Avenues, downtown Milwaukee. I must have wandered around for eight or nine minutes looking for my car. I parked the car three hours earlier. It's not as though someone dropped the car off and said, I parked it on the third level. It's diagonal to the left. Uh, It's the third spot in from the end or something like that and go find it, right? Then I could argue there's an excuse. There's a reason why I cannot locate the vehicle. I left it there. 
Add to that, Chu, Ash, and Gabe, that it is an enormous vehicle. It is a Chevy Tahoe. We are not talking about like a, a, a tiny Kia or a Fiat okay, or whatever I mean, these little, but smaller cars that might hide behind other larger cars. My car is the large car. Nine minutes, you guys. Well, I went in the elevator, went down. I went in the elevator, went up. I walked around. I walked around. I walked around. Finally, I mean, I'm mumbling to myself like a like a crazy person. Well, I thought I left here. Well, I know that it was angled this way. Is there anything that makes you feel dumber than not being able to find your car that you parked in the parking structure? Well, first of all, Jen, I don't think this is even your worst parked car situation while with Good Karma Brands. It's not even the worst thing that's happened in a parking structure to any of us in a good karma brand. Well, first of all, yes. But that's not your fault. It's not your fault well, that someone stole your car from well, the parking structure. The third time yeah. it was. By the time you got the kinda third is. one, it be, kind of became What's the most foolish thing I've done in the parking structure? Well, not in the structure, oh. but in the parking lot at the old place. What happened? When you thought your car was stolen <laughs> and you, got, you came in fl- flustered, freaked out, wanting to look at surveillance footage, getting me and Ashton only to walk out to the spot because Ashton goes, oh, there's probably broken glass from them breaking into because your car. Because I'm an expert. And your vehicle just being on the other side of a large truck. Larger truck. That yeah. you didn't bother to walk and just see that your vehicle is actually I had there. forgotten about that. But that also adds to the foolishness <laughs> of this one, right? Because again, once you have that on your resume, you can't cry wolf. I couldn't have run inside and been like my car's been so I had to keep looking and looking and looking and looking. Like this isn't like losing an earring, Chew. This isn't like a tiny thing that fell out of my ear and like, where did it go? I don't know. Maybe it's in the carpet. Maybe it went down the drain. Like it's a big freaking item. And I'm wandering around. I told the guys, I smelled like George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. My car, my car. Well, this is where I left my car. And, uh, right? You remember that scene? I've never Dude. seen it. <laughs> well, it's very simple, Jen. It's very fixable. All you do is set the alarm off. <sighs> yeah, but if you're not within range. <laughs> well, not even that. Even if you are yeah, within those- range. It could be on the level below you. The problem is they're stacked so compactly. Yeah, they are. That like I could hit it and it could be going off and it could be a level below me and now it's going off and I still don't know where it is. I can just hear it. Well, in your defense, the parking garage is a little confusing. Is it? Tell me more. Right? <laughs> well, there's stairs. <laughs> there's no, no, no gate. No, 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 there's no. stairs. No, Open to this There's explanation. Stairs. I am open to this. This could this could right. fully explain. It's a parking garage. Yeah. You weave your way up and you weave your way down. It's pretty simple. You drive in, you park, and, and you're out. like, did I come down the stairs or did I go up the stairs or did I just go out our level? And it's 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 kind of confusing. It's a little confusing, right? Very rarely are you going to park below where the wind where the the level is that you would to enter to get to our spot in this building. But you could be up. I've been yes. up before. Yeah. And I've been up one and I've been up two. Sure. Um, look, look, I, I, I have certainly walked to a spot in the parking garage where I thought my car was, but it turned out either I'd come back for a second time that day or it was the spot where I had parked yesterday and I go, crap, my car isn't here. That's right. I parked here and I correct it very quickly, but I haven't gotten lost in the parking garage, Jew. Uh, it's kind of a cute, confusing parking garage, though. It's not. It's a parking say, garage. Especially as of late, they're changing entrances and exits and all this. And it's, it, it can't, it, it, let me tell you what, at 6.22 in the morning, 
when the brain really isn't functioning real well, yeah, it can be a little confusing. What's yeah, the excuse the other times? I'm just on autopilot at that point. I'm just kind of zombie walking my yeah. way through. And but it, So I'm guessing and I'm hoping, I suppose, that this is not just a Jen thing and this is not just a Seinfeld thing, that there are other people out there who have lost their vehicles in parking structures for longer than you'd like, right? I can excuse getting off. I went to... <laughs> I can excuse getting off the elevator, I went to the wrong level, and then having to get back on the elevator and going to another level. But guys, I did that several times. Like, so I well, got off on two, walked around to the few spots where I typically would park my car because of where the spots are available when we arrive in the morning, wasn't there, went back inside, got on the elevator, went one level up, came out, walked around, couldn't find it, went up one more. Couldn't find it, walked around, went back down to the original level, walked around, couldn't find it. Now I'm starting to get a little bit Where was angry. It? Well, let's go to our resident <laughs> idiot, I mean, expert, Ashton. Hey, guys. It's Ashton. How long did you walk around before you knew your car was stolen? Which time? Uh, the first time. Uh, well, the first time I walked right to where I thought the car was parked and I saw the shattered glass and I said, oh, guess my car got stolen. Okay, second time. At least he did the Midwestern thing. Uh, oh. yeah. The second time, did the police you slap told me. Your knees too. <laughs> oh, guess I, it's gone. I did do the shrug in my hand. Yeah, you know, I did do the shrug with the hands up. Uh, the second time it got stolen, it was from my apartment, and the police told me it got stolen. So also zero amount of time. Uh, the third time, uh, same thing. I just went and saw the glass, and I was like, "Oh, happened again." <laughs> oh, I suppose probably go f- contact the police officers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know me my name now. Why are we? Why Don't are we they doing have an app? Fargo accents all of a sudden. Isn't there an app on the phone that tells you where your car is at, though? I mean, if you go to Maps, mine comes up immediately. So sometimes the setting, and this will happen when I'm not parking, but sometimes it will be like, "Did you leave your car here?" There's something about like either the Google Map or the Waze Map or something that will ask you if you left your vehicle there because it will detect that you stopped driving. It's always when I don't need it, though. It's always some arbitrary random time when, like, I'm running into the grocery store. And, yes, I know where I parked my car at the grocery store. I feel like the parking structure is some sort of, like, modern-day labyrinth, if you will. And you actually – it's, like, an indication of your intelligence. And I think that's what scares me is that, like, I keep failing this test. I ask again. Where did you find your car? It was – a little bit further down on the first level that I looked at. <laughs> a little bit further down. And you guys will remember that when I was walking in yesterday morning, I was on the phone with you on our conference call, and I said, no parking spots this morning, huh? I just didn't remember to like take a mental image, take a, take a picture in my mind of where I left the vehicle. Please tell me that I'm not the only one that this happens to. Please tell me that other people out there have lost their vehicles in parking structures. And lost, obviously, is relative. In this instance, I mean more than five minutes. You spend more than five minutes looking for your car, either at the mall or in a parking structure or downtown. Maybe you go down to Chicago for a weekend and you park, you know, in downtown Chicago. Like, like Ashley, has this ever happened to you where you not your car has not been stolen, but you have lost your vehicle? No. No, I'm pretty good about this. And it's not even. I know Unless somebody kinda, actually, listen, you know, takes yeah. it. You know what is the worst? Location. I know it's not the good for worst, content, but it's true. The absolute worst is freighter. I've been to freighter where I try to find where I got to go to my brain docker, and the the, the parking garage is too confused. I just leave, and they call and they're like, "Are you coming for your appointment?" I'm like, "No, your parking garage is too confusing. Make it easier." You ever have that? Wait, are you saying I should complain? 
He's just complaining about how parking yes, structures I work. Think but our parking simple, garage. I don't understand this. Our parking garage is complex. I mean, on the scale of one to ten, it's probably a seven where freighters are ten. But I'm leaving, man. <laughs> if, it, if you don't Screw explain, the doctor. I can't park anywhere. <laughs> I was going to visit you in the hospital, but your parking structure was too confusing, so I went home. Wait, what if... So Okay. What if something happened to Ange and she's at Freighter and you want to go see her? You're not Bummer. gonna you're not gonna <laughs> figure out. out the parking garage to visit your gonna, wife you know in the hospital. Do? He's gonna FaceTime her. <laughs> he's gonna park wherever the ambulance is parked and be like, just no. keep it running, boys. No, no, no. No. Here's what I would do. I would use valet, but I would get yelled at. Even if she was dying. She would yell at me. Why are you using valet? The parking garage is free. Just bring the ticket in invalidate but wouldn't you say but the parking garage confuses me she ain't buying that she (laughs) yelled at me for blowing off the appointment because they still charge me like 75 bucks on my case oh yeah that That, happens for sure yep absolutely because again you're spending money where you shouldn't be spending money well no you're spending money but you didn't get the value out of the 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 product exactly neil from west dallas weighing in on the espn wisconsin talk and text line saying i'm with jen i routinely forget where i park at the grocery store i blame it on all the other knowledge of other subjects filling my brain thank you why are people acting like this is a badge of honor I like don't a, well, maybe Neil is acting like it's a badge like, of honor. Oh, it's, it happened to me too. I started by saying, well, again, I appreciate the vulnerability. I appreciate other people saying you're not alone. Isn't that what we're looking for here? Connection? I wouldn't I'm want to admit for, this, no. I'm looking for people who could also say, I too have lost my enormous possession. <laughs> <laughs> the second most expensive thing that I own. <laughs> Oh, God, I felt like such an idiot. And then I get mad at myself because it's right there where I first looked. I just didn't look far enough down the aisle. <laughs> How did you, like, doesn't, because the Tahoe in our parking garage, it's it's too big for the spot. Isn't the back end just sticking out? Sure was, Gabe. Sure was. That giant fat ass of my Tahoe sticking out of the spot. Okay? Podcast title. Adding insult to injury. There she was twerking away in the spot. Baby got back. Exactly. 800-990-3776. Please tell me I am not the only one who has ever lost their car in the parking structure. It doesn't have to be at work, although it's insulting that it was at work because when you're done with work, you just want to leave you just want to get home and there i am wandering around you'll be happy to know i did not have to pee in the parking structure eurymycetesis poisoning is something serious (laughs) that you need to make sure you're factoring in when you're wandering through parking garages looking are there are there cameras out there in the parking structure ashy you should know (laughs) yes there are not at the airport (laughs) (laughs) and we will leave it at that we'll take a break on john gabby chewy roll on right after this do we you know where you you know where Ashton? You don't have to worry about parking garages. The jewelry center. Pull in, perfect. In and out. Dean, Dean, the dancing machine will hook you up, and that makes the wife very happy. That's why I go there. Let's be honest. Most guys don't have a clue when it comes to buying jewelry. Gabe's one of the smart ones. He got engaged, got the engagement ring and the wedding bands from the Jewelry Center. They also do in-house repairs for watches and other fine jewelry, like my championship ring. Ashton, now that that big game is over, can I go back to saying? Nope, can't say it. I can. No, you can't. You shouldn't. Your Super Bowl ring. No, when it needs it. work, nope. I know. I own it. It's mine. I can do what I want. 
I will be taking it <laughs> to the works. Jewelry Center. They've got three locations to stop in two, Greenfield, Brookfield, and Burlington. It's and fine. if my wife can't tag I can do along, I, want. I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Unless Angie's there. <laughs> Angie can look through all the mini styles of diamonds and other fine cuts online at shoptjc.com. I'm living proof. Happy wife, happy life. The Jewelry Center will make it happen. Brookfield, Greenfield, or Burlington and online at shop. TJC.com. It's like a C effort. That's an F. That was a good one. It was a B that turned Minus. into an F very fast. I'd, I'd, I'd have passed yeah. it you. Thank you. That's why you're my guy. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Just jump on it. <laughs> That's what he did. Jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. Slow down. On 94.5 ESPN. Here we go. makes a very good point on our ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line. He says, can't believe we're out here body shaming Tahoes in 2023. It's fair. Although I do think we were being complimentary of the Tahoes body. I mean, Jim, you got a, you got a family. don't want none unless it's got buns, hun. Exactly. <laughs> it's got buns. Um, That's a great song. So good. I used to know an entire uh, dance routine to that for cheerleading back in the day. Really? Is that Sir yes. Mix-a-Lot? Yes. yes. Most certainly is. Okay. We put it on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll this morning. If you had $100 and knew for sure he'd be suiting up week one, which outcome for Aaron Rodgers would you bet on these odds via Odds Shark? You can find him on Twitter. This is on our Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter account. And right now... Packers at plus 230 is running away with this sucker at nearly 50% of the vote, followed by 650 for the Jets, I assume because that's a good value. Yeah, really good value. 100 bucks, and he does go to the Jets. It's a pretty decent payday. The field is at 13.6, and the Raiders, even though you don't win any money on the Raiders because it's the odds-on favorite right now, has 15% of the vote. I think I might do this. I might put a hundred bucks on this, guys. I don't know where I can find it. Can I find it on the old Appy app if I drive down to the border? I don't think so. Very few places actually put this up in terms of an option of yeah. that that you could actually take. Yeah. So I don't you know. know I don't know if what? the state of Illinois would do it. Just to refute what Jason Jason said about Derek Carr. All right. If we're giving Aaron Rodgers a pass for this past year. Right, and Derek Carr was on the betting list. Is when it comes to MVP at the start of this season. Shouldn't we also be giving him a pass too? Did he? Did Derek Carr win an MVP in in twenty twenty one? He did not. What about twenty twenty? He didn't. Twenty nineteen? I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's as good as Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying if we're giving Rodgers a pass, I think Carr is a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, but you you get the benefit of the doubt when you're a four-time MVP. You don't get that benefit of the doubt when you're not. You've had questions about you in the past, 
and then you get benched by a team like the Raiders and told to go home with two games left. And in the you season. have the, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Like yeah. that should have been the thing that put Derek Carr over the top was his relationship with Devontae Adams and their ability to maybe just solo move the chains, and they couldn't get it done. Yeah, yeah, but L.A. or not L.A. Las Vegas has been a train wreck for the last couple of years. He's had a handful of coaches. He's had a handful of off- offensive coordinators. There's been no continuity there, and book it. Derek Carr is going to the Jets. You heard it here. Derek Carr to the Jets. Okay, all right. Uh, I mean, yeah, because I think Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. What is the bigger reason for Aaron Rodgers' poor play, the talent around him, or his skill set declining? The votes are in. It has gone final. 54% of people saying his skill set declining. Uh, talent around with 46% of the vote, although I will say the write-in vote of his thumb injury got an awful lot of traction in our Jen, Gabe, and Chewy Twitter poll streets. Gabe, you think the thumb was... I think the thumb was a big... Yeah, I think the thumb was a big part of it. And the more we talk about Aaron Rodgers' weapons and... Rodgers' weapons? Rodgers' weapons. (laughs) The woof with your weight Does he you keep his weapons in it? But it's Fujoeda, not we Fujoeda. <laughs> yeah, that matters. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like we Fujoeda better. <laughs> I would go with lack of I'm talent. I'm sorry. You were saying something. <laughs> Thanks, I'm Jerry. sure it was going to be brilliant and witty and relevant. Go ahead, Gabler. Uh, what were we talking about? Packers. Thumb. Oh, oh, oh. So Aaron Rodgers' weapons. Like, and, even, and it goes back to Brett, too. Because it, it, think about all the great quarterbacks that have gone into the Hall of Fame recently in the last 10, 15 mm-hmm. years. I'm sure there's at least one Hall of Famer that you can point to and go, yep, part of him being great was this Hall of Famer that he played with. Brett and yeah. Aaron have zero. And I think Sterling should be in, but even if Sterling counted, that was the first, what, three years of Brett's career? Yeah, it's just such such a small percentage of Brett's career, and even before Brett became an MVP. And I know it was Rod Wolf's biggest regret, saying that he didn't get Brett enough weapons. And you brought it up earlier today that when you look back on Aaron's career, there's going to be the yeah, but he only went to one Super Bowl. Yeah, but and I think that part you don't of it, think part of it, going in maybe if he continues on the same trajectory that he's currently on. But if Devontae were to retire tomorrow, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. He still has some work that okay. needs to be done. So, every everyone has had that in yes. the, in the NFL, and Brett and Aaron did not, and that to me is as big a part of this story of the Packers' lack of success as a team and having two back to back Hall of Famers and only having two Super Bowls. But what you didn't weigh in on was whether or not you think Aaron Rodgers is underappreciated currently, as Joe Thomas said on Scalzo and Bruss, that he will, and again, there's a difference between being unappreciated and fully appreciated, but is there a part of you that feels like people don't recognize the greatness that is Aaron Rodgers right now? Yep. He is not fully appreciated. 100%. Mm. Because it goes off of Brett. Like, Brett was probably closer to being fully appreciated because of all the garbage that came before Brett. And then once you go... After Brett, you go to Aaron, and you're just kind of riding that same high. Like If, if Deshaun Watson ends up being great in, in Cleveland, they're going to appreciate him a lot more than you know Aaron Rodgers at times has been appreciated here because you just kind of take that, great, that greatness for granted at times. You just assume, okay, we've got Aaron Rodgers. This is what we're going to do. 
and it just kind of becomes an afterthought as you work and, and try to figure out everything else on the team. If what came before affects your opinion of Aaron Rodgers, will what comes after affect the opinion and the appreciation of Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. If Jordan Love maintains a level of a Hall of Fame level of greatness, wouldn't that somehow affect the cumulative appreciation of Aaron Rodgers as well? Because no. it's a continuation of that greatness, quote-unquote? I think if, if Jordan Love and whoever comes after him, if they're bad, I think then you appreciate Aaron more. Then that value... But then, then it go, affects it. It yes. does affect it. Yeah, absolutely. What a what a ride we went on today here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Will and Tausch is next on ESPN Wisconsin, I guess. Probably. We'll see. Be careful out there. I hear the roads are nasty.